0: People have so many different interpretations of what describes the perfect love life. It can be hard to talk about how we feel. Until now. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Cheryl, featuring host and relationship expert Cheryl Besner. Cheryl's kind of like your BFF easy to talk to and frankly honest. Whether it's about love and relationships, sex and desires, she's here along with some great experts. Now, here's Cheryl Besner.
1: Good evening, everybody. I'm Cheryl, your relationship coach and the host of Pillow Talk with Cheryl. And this is a comfortable setting where every week we're going to get together and have intimate conversations about love, love, and lust. The show is all about relating, dating, and mating. And we're going to settle down and really enjoy the moment. And I invite you to get really comfortable. I'm sitting here in a beautiful setting in my own home. And hopefully you're doing the same thing. Pour yourself a glass of wine, possibly a tea. And tonight I want to tell you, the show tonight is going to really focus on risk and the risks we take in life. And that could be whether it's about your love life or your job. And tonight... You're going to get introduced to me a little bit and the risks that I've taken to get here and the risks and how we go through them and how risks challenge us to grow. And tonight even, I'm taking a bit of a risk. Now, I have hosted radio shows for three years now and did a lot of things like starting a blog that I had never done before. But tonight, I'm sitting here and I'm not 100% because guess what? I got a cold and that's something that throws us little roadblocks and you have to rise to it. And tonight there was no way I wasn't going to be here with you. So this show every week is going to feature certain little segments. And one of those segments is about wise whispers and that's going to be wise whispers from down under. And we're going to be joined coming up by Philip Morphew, coming in from LA, but he's actually from Australia, which is the down under part. And I'm also going to give you techniques every week that you can use to challenge yourself or take risks or overcome one of your challenges. So the show is about the conversation about intimacy and love and lust and life, but it's also featuring the techniques to help you go through it. Coming up. Ask Cheryl is going to be the next segment where your questions get answered about your relationship issues. Right here on Pillow Talk with Cheryl.
2: Craving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles and videos And keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com.
3: Are you ready for your erotic journey? Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own throes of passion, waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.
3: Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to pillow talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at That's info at Cheryl, B E S N E com. Now back to pillow talk.
1: Welcome back. This is pillow talk with Cheryl. And we're having intimate conversations tonight about life, love and lust. And every week, I'm going to answer a question that somebody sends in to me. And by the way, you can reach us all the time on Facebook or CherylBesner.com, which is my main site. And tonight, I got a little email from somebody that I want to read to you, and then we're going to deal with this little issue that might resonate with a lot of you. Cheryl, I'm about to introduce my beloved for the first time to my parents on my annual trip back home, except that they have no idea I'm dating someone. In addition, we have been actually living together for over 10 months. I never mentioned it last year because it was still new at the time. And also, they don't know I'm gay. How do you think they are going to react? I don't want to see, but I don't want to tell them over the phone. And it's signed, anxious Andre. So I don't know whether Andre is male or female in this case. But here's the thing. It's going to be a reaction when you get there if you just show up and they don't have time to process it. And that's really not fair to you, your partner, or your parents. So I'd like you to consider the fact that maybe you should start introducing them to your lifestyle and your chosen beloved now. And if not, and you really do want to do it face-to-face, make sure that the first time you go and meet your parents, that you do it alone. Let them digest. Let them process this whole thing because you've got not just one issue here, but you have a lifestyle and a that you're trying to do at the same time. So if you don't want a reaction, make the communication nice and smooth for the three of you, and then introduce your partner. You'll have a much better success rate at that point. So my quote of the week, because this show is about the ecstasy of taking risks. And as I said, I've taken risks in my whole life, and especially in the last five years, because five years ago, I was not a relationship coach. I was not a blogger. I was not a radio host. I was me. But my outside and the things that I did were very different. And getting here has been all about risks. So my quote of the week, which all these quotes come from me, one small step forward today is a giant leap towards your tomorrows. So I want you to think about that. And later on in the show, I'm going to also share with you a little thought, something that you can hopefully resonate on from week to week, which is really about my words of wisdom and my inspirational, meditational type talk. That's the real pillow talk. So I'm gonna share that with you at the end of the show. In the meantime, I'd like to introduce you to a guest. He's going to be with us every week, hopefully, all the way from Australia. And this segment is going to be called Wise Whispers from Down Under. And I'd like to introduce you to Philip Morphew. Hi, Philip.
4: Hi, Cheryl. Hi, listeners. Um, It's great to be here. And it's great to be talking to you from down under. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Actually, right now, you're not down under. Well, um, I'm on the way. <laughs> <I know> we're, <laughs> and we're not necessarily talking about down under, because I know you're in a hotel room now right now.
4: Yes, but, in L.A.
1: Philip <laughs> uh, is a, a happily married man who is now in L.A. because he just launched a book, which is very inspirational in itself, and it's called Soulful Reflections. So congratulations on the book. So it's
4: Soulful Soulful reflections. Yes, Cheryl. I've been here. I've been touring the touring the US and um, touching people's hearts. And the words involved in uh, in uh, soulful reflections uh, have been guided to me to be like a key to help people reconnect to their inner self, open their hearts, and start to heal those soul wounds that we've all carried. And and until we start to address those, then we can't really move forward. And life is never going to be quite as full as it should be.
1: And that's really telling as well about a lot of people's lives and the people that I work with too. And we all have to find a moment to connect with ourselves. And every day it's about looking inward and about where we are, where we want to go. And the fact is this show, The Ecstasy About Taking Risks, is about that. It's about tapping into that inner part of us and deciding what is the next thing we want to do because every time we do something new, guess what happens? We grow.
4: Mm-hmm. And- it's, it's, it's Cheryl, the, the huge risks. I mean, the huge risk of starting to discover who we are because, you know, I've had people say to me, well, what if I don't like myself? I said, trust me, you will like yourself when you connect to love. Mm-hmm. But the biggest risk that I see is those people who sit in normality, who sit in in the mundaneness of what they've created around them, like a shell, it's a huge risk. I mean, this the the risk of, you know, missing the beauty of life, the beauty of love, the opportunity to fall down, the opportunity to graze our knees and to be able to get back up again. And And falling
1: down is part of the process because if you fall down, you don't know how to get back up
4: exactly and and, and the I think it becomes a choice when we're down there have i got enough to get up and give it a go is it worthwhile getting up and give it a go this journey that i've had with soulful reflections i had a dream i had a dream many years ago that i would have uh, that i would get a book published in the us and and break into the new york literary market toughest market in the world everybody said everybody said to me you can't do it and you know what what was the biggest risk well, it was going to be a failure. But you know what? I say risk it and go for it anyway, Cheryl.
1: And that's just it. It's about taking risks. And I, I know you can, you know, see in the background possibly that I have two guests who were there three years ago when I took my risk about getting into radio and have been big supporters. Mm-hmm. And and we're going to get into a really great news conversation with them coming up, and I can't wait to introduce you to them. But, Philip, I want to ask you, do you think that most people run away from taking the risk that really they need to do because it's about a need?
4: Wow, that's, that's, Cheryl, that's a big, that's a big question and the work that they need to do. Well, it's not really about what they need to do, it's wise for them to do it. And from my experience of working with thousands and thousands of people doing my healing work is that so many people don't even know they're not taking a risk. But once they realise that if they have the courage to do it, It's worthwhile. So the answer to that in short is a lot of people are out there stuck in the bell curve of life.
1: Well, that's why I say they need to take that risk because if you don't take it, then you don't move forward. Mm -hmm. And that's what sticks to us and makes us, you know, it's like quicksand that just like pulls us in. And And it's fear. And Mm -hmm. getting over that fear is very challenging. And I can't wait afterwards to share the first step in how you can challenge yourself to take more risks. Because I, again, I'm going to go to the word need and I'm going to challenge you, (laughs) because when we think about our life, a lot of people think that they want to do something or they want something and they don't go to the need and what really is at the base and the root of the achievements and the goals that you want. And, My whole my one of my signature programs is called making a pact, and the pact is a four step process the PACT. And if you don't make that pact to move forward, which starts with a plan, and then you have to be accountable, and then you have to, you know, a lot of people think that it's confidence, but it's really not, it's about confidence and then building your team. And if you don't take that step, you'll never get to the achievements that you want for your
4: life. Oh, absolutely. You
1: to step you're, out of that comfort
4: zone. <laughs> well, you, you've got to, and, and and it's that, well, what's the worst fear is you're not going gonna to fail and you're going to learn something. That That's the worst fear is you, you're going to learn something. But well, as you were saying to that, I, I retract back to that need and, and you know what? I needed to do this. I needed to take that risk. I needed to put myself out there because I had a dream and I didn't want to go to the grave not having had a go.
1: Right. And we're going to talk more about this risk with my guests coming up, and I want to say thank you to you, Philip, for being here with us tonight. And uh, we're going to keep spreading love here on Philo Talk with Cheryl.
2: Explore your deeper desires, listen, learn, and live sexy here on the Sexy Lifestyle
5: Network. Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
6: We are Carolyn David, and with us today is Jeff Abraham from Promescent. So Jeff, how important is it to have open communication with your partner about premature ejaculation and not just find excuses to cover up issues?
7: I'll start by saying that I believe open, honest communication is a fundamental building block in any relationship, not just man, woman, or even sexually speaking, father, son, mother, daughter, friendship, is this anything. But the reason it's even more important with something like premature ejaculation is because if you're not lasting long enough to satisfy your partner and it's unspoken it will it will literally create some resentment resentment on the female partner's part because she's not receiving the satisfaction and it will create a sense of shame or anxiety on the male partner which will only exacerbate the condition
6: and certainly talking about it and then finding the solution like a product like Promiscent that can make love last longer, uh, if you didn't talk about it, you might not even know there was something out there that could
5: help you. Well, that was another great quickie. Thanks so much for being here. How can people find Promescent?
7: I always tell people that the best way to find Promescent is to go to www.promescent.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Because if you want to buy it in a retail store, you plug in your zip code. We have a whole network of independent pharmacies and like Target and stuff like that. It'll tell you the closest one to you.
5: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from The Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at Cherylbesner.com. That's info at Cheryl B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: Here we are on Pillow Talk with Cheryl and we're going to have an intimate conversation tonight about risk, the ecstasy of taking risks. And joining me now in studio is Erma Melinda bocaire She's the weather specialist here on Bell Media CJD 800 and Dan Laxer, who is also a host on CJD 800 and also a stand-up comedian. They both have a, a, an armful of accolades and, and different accomplishments that they have in the media, but they are also incredibly sensitive and intuitive friends of mine. And I can't wait to hear their comments about risk-taking. And especially since they were here from the beginning, Arab Belinda as my producer, of my show, Solo in the City, which was uh, our first introduction to each other. So welcome to the show, Aaron, Melinda, and Dan.
8: Thanks. Good to be here.
1: It's great to be here. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, we've had an incredible journey together, Aaron, and uh, you kind of stepped in there when I took my list and, and went on radio and helped me guide, which is part of what I always talk about is that you need a team behind you when you try your risks and to support you and not to be intimidated about taking risks. and I think that's a key point that a lot of people are afraid to take risks. I'm afraid to actually help the ask for
6: the help from people. And you were there, so thank you. Well, it's funny because I met Cheryl on a parade float.
1: It's so, true, we I mean, <laughs> were waving like a parade.
6: <laughs> it was we were freezing ourselves a uh, Montreal St. Patrick's Day parade. It was about minus twenty five that day and. We got to talking, and uh, she told me about her original blog, 365 Days of Fine Love After Her Divorce. I thought that was really Which was my first risk. (laughs) That was a big risk, you know, sort of opening yourself up to talking about your journey. I thought that was fantastic, and I'm really excited to come and join you. And I, I learned a lot of things from you. One of those things is that in relationships, you have to take risks. You mm-hmm. have to get yourself out there. You can't be scared. You can't be afraid to fail because if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But then after that, as you've always told me, you just keep on moving and you keep on trying. That's right. And and not to stop in case you fall. You know, get yourself
1: up, brush yourself off and start going again. That's part of the whole journey is to learn. I mean, think about a baby that keeps falling over and the, you know, they constantly have help them back up and the mother or the father or somebody helps them, the sibling and then they start to do it on their own and they're able to to brush off the challenge and sometimes the failure which I always think of failure as progression So, and and it's interesting because when I did that 365 degree days to find love I didn't know how to blog that was something totally foreign to me and I had somebody else helping me then so taking risks is often easier when we share it. What do you think about that, Dan?
8: Uh, um, absolutely. Uh, sometimes you have to take a risk before you actually have someone to share it with. Mm-hmm. But uh, once there's another person, the risk, well, I was going to say the risk becomes a little less riskier, but it doesn't always, um,
7: you know.
6: I think that my biggest fear is being too afraid to take that risk. Like, yeah. you now, I think when something comes along, Cheryl, and it scares me. I go, well, that's something I absolutely have to do.
8: If it scares you, it burns you on.
6: Exactly. It's
8: interesting. And, yeah.
1: and well, there's a way you can get around that fear. And, and uh, I always challenge people. First of all, actually, Eric, you and I talked about this what fear actually stands for. That's right. right? False, False evidence, evidence appearing <laughs> real or of actual reality. And, and, that's what makes us stay where we are, you know, on the water's edge and, and, and afraid to dive into that ocean. But if you take that dive, you're going to be golden. You know, it may, you may not be able to swim the first time you're out there, but sooner or later, it will happen. And, and Dan, you must have had that even, for instance, the first time you got on stage to do comedy.
8: Um, I'll, I'll do you one better. The first time I ever fell in love Uh, That was a risk. And I'll be honest with you. I hated falling in love. It was horrible. It wasn't it wasn't this sort of nice uplifting feeling. I knew what it was. I knew I was falling in love, but I was petrified. It scared the hell out of me. Because as much as you're opening yourself up to uh, this beauty, this wonder that is love, you're also opening yourself up to the possibility of great pain. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there might be people listening saying, that's the most pessimistic thing I've ever heard, and yeah, in a way, it is because everybody wants love, and um, but the possibility of that pain presented itself as something so real that letting myself fall in fall in love was uh, was a risk, was scary.
1: Well, you know, I. I, I am a relationship coach and communication and one of the things that I like to kind of play with is worth and mm. and one of them is falling in love and I like to use rise to love mm. instead of falling because falling can hurt. But it's interesting that you said the first time fell in love because for a lot of people, the first time kind of just happens and yeah. they let it happen. And it's usually, you know, when you're younger. I find nowadays, and especially with the people who come to my retreats and the people that I coach it's falling the second time or or letting it happen a second time because they've been hurt before yeah and that's where they're afraid of being vulnerable again to that hurt what do you think Vera
6: I it's weird I find now uh, I've been married twice uh, and how can your voice went down gosh <laughs> 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 I have been married I've twice yeah. I've been married twice. And um it's interesting because now I'm a lot more open to the possibilities. When I was younger, I d we've had this discussion that talked about this. I work for a woman's organization here called the Sheila and Athena. I experienced family violence domestic violence, so I was scared for a long time. I was just scared of everything, everything, everything. And after, you know, my second marriage, I and actually actually working with the shelter and meeting incredible people like you and Dan, because Dan and I work together. You get to a point where you go, like, You know what? Oh, heck. You know, I'm just not going to be afraid anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm less afraid now to try new things out, to try new relationships out than I ever was before. Because and when you're younger, it's just, I don't know what it is. It's, you've got all that childhood stuff or perhaps angst that comes with everything that, anyway, I've been through, and I'm sure a lot of people out there mm. have, when bad things have happened. You're like, oh no, I'm not going to try this again because it's going to be bad. But then you have to, at a certain point, go, you know, that was then. As a dear friend of ours says, Carla Collins, you can't live so far in the past that you have to buy a condo there. <laughs> 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 My friend did it, and uh, I, that's the way I feel now. I live in the now, I live in the present, I live in the moment. And it's the best place to be because that's where you can see the way things are really are. They're not clouded by what happened in the past. And I'm not worried about the future because it hasn't happened yet. I'm just, I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. Well, it
1: is fun. And and it's especially fun though if you can think about the tomorrows and think about the possibilities and where you want things to go and the journey of getting, you know, the the common phrases, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey Mm -hmm. and waking up each day and thinking of all the possibilities that are there for you. But I do think that, you know, as you said, each time that you rise to love, or each time you have something happen, well, that's when you can bring yourself to a new level and, and make the choice to succeed. So, what do you need? Yeah, we're going to talk more about that, um, and, and what Philip was saying as we come back. And then on the next segment, I'm also going to share with you a labor of love, a little technique that I'm going to share with you every single week that will help you achieve your goals. So stay with me right here on Pillow Talk to Cheryl
2: Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network is where you can build a new vocabulary to talk about sex in a healthy, loving, and productive way. Discover more about yourself and your relationships from our amazing sex experts who can't wait to share their information with you. You'll learn everything you ever wanted to know about sex, sexuality, sexual pleasure, and so much more on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. Listen... Learn and live sexy.
3: Are you looking to get more from your relationship? Why is it that some people just seem to have a better sex life, better marriage, and a closer, more meaningful relationship? Find out the best-kept secrets and more on the sexy lifestyle with Carol and David. Carol and David will share insight about the swinging lifestyle and how it has strengthened their love and marriage, not to mention their great sex. Tune in every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
5: How do you feel about a non-monogamous lifestyle? Does it sound enticing? Are you worried about what others might think? Your questions are answered on Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. It's a discussion about the swinger lifestyle, non-monogamy, sex, sexuality, and where it all fits in. All we ask is that you listen with an open heart and an open mind, and you will find your desires and fantasies can come true. Tune in to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at com. That's info at Cheryl, B-E-S-N-E-R.com. Now, back to Pillow Talk. This
1: is Pillow Talk with Cheryl. I'm your host and relationship coach. And today we're talking with two people sitting here with me, Erin Melindo bunker and Dan Laxer, both media personalities. And um, we are having an intimate conversation about life, love, love, And it's all about relating, dating, and mating. And today, it's really focusing on the ecstasy of taking risks. And we've been looking at it from a few different angles and, and how it challenges us every day in different ways. And I know Dan wanted to pick up on what we were talking about earlier. At the beginning of the show, I had Philip Morphew, and we were doing Wise Whispers from Down After. And Dan wanted to pick up on what Philip was talking about and what we keep discussing about when you fall, yeah, you get back up, and each time you get stronger.
8: Yeah, I yeah, I'm I'm learning that you know maybe late in life that the human heart is resilient, not the heart muscle, but you know the emotion. The human heart is resilient, and um, we talked earlier about how some people might be you know once bitten twice shy. But the way I see it, the second and third time around, um, you're more ready to give in to whatever those vulnerabilities are that were scary the first time around because you've been through it. It's like when someone goes skydiving. You know, you, the, the first time, you might you might want to chicken out of jumping out of the plane, except they push you out. The second <laughs> and third time, they'll say, okay, that was cool. I'm going to do this again. Uh, and you will. You
1: and, that fear. and here's the other thing that happens. Every time you challenge yourself and you rise to the occasion of that challenge and you take that risk, The fear level minimalizes. And every time you're faced with something that's fearful, you can can actually use different techniques to get over that fear. And then what happens is the fear level gets shorter and shorter and shorter. So that this way, when you decide that you're ready to conquer something again, you can Imagine what that fear is. You know where it comes from. You know what it looks like. And you can just say, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? And then you can move forward from that. And there I know that you've done different um risk taking in your life, and you still do even now, whether it's in your career and your new love in your
6: life. Well, I tell you the greatest. New love in my life, and you know, I, I I think the first biggest risk I ever took was running away with the Moscow Circus. <laughs> um, by the way, she actually I did actually, did that. Of <laughs> I actually did that. But I think one of the most important things to talk about my new love. I think the greatest love, and and this is not narcissistic at all. But I actually, after everything I've been through at this stage in the game, I've actually fallen in love with myself. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, and after going through family violence, and then you know having just some really horrible times in relationships. I think I began to realize, uh, with the help of really good therapists who you've had on your show around, they said that um, you have to take the power over your over your life. You can't just walk around all the time saying, "Like, well, somebody has to love me. Somebody has to love me." And, and that was my mistake. I thought that like right. that old song, "You're nobody till somebody loves you." Yeah, and then. You know, after my second divorce, I went. You know, I sort of looked in the mirror one day and went, "Hi, how are you doing? Can I take you out to dinner, maybe buy some flowers, let's have some chocolate?" And I'm not kidding. It was like I started to say, "What about if you just love yourself? Like you mm-hmm. want to be loved?" And when you do that, it also takes the pressure off of other people because we were uh, talking a little bit during the break about baggage. Right, I think you know a little overnight case is not bad, but the full seven-piece suit, <laughs> told with steamer trunk bag, it's not so good. I like to actually always when people again,
1: but using words, when people talk about baggage, I like to turn it into history because baggage, like think about it, it's this heavy thing. Like mm. you are saying, and once upon a time we didn't have it on rollers, right? Yeah, <laughs> we had to actually pick it up. So if you think of our past as history, right away it lightens the load. I Sort of speak. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's more of a backpack, so anytime
8: I need to I just throw it over my shoulder and leave.
1: Right. <laughs> so we don't want to collect baggage. I mean, uh, re- you know, eventually you have to throw it up. Like we, you know, you just have to discard it. Every suitcase ends up in a garbage. At one point, it gets used and it gets tattered. I mean, our airlines do a great job on that for us. And <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know. It, it's interesting, too, because you can you can learn from things, too. I think one of the greatest things, too, about doing an honest assessment of yourself, which is part of getting rid of the baggage, is just saying, you know, what was my responsibility? What was my accountability in the things that didn't work out so well? Mm-hmm. And when you look at everything, you look at all sides and say, like, oh, okay, well, I was depending way too much on that person, or I wasn't really taking enough of responsibility for myself then i think you open yourself to finding the right person once you start to tweak it's kind of like ikea you can, you, can, you, can. IT. Yeah. you have to love yourself and love your life before your love life happens yeah. because
1: if you don't the person that you attract doesn't even know who you are if you don't know who you are who are they falling in love with they're falling in love with um somebody else somebody that you are creating but who you are is there and that's what My original blog was all about, and Soul in the City was all about, and my retreats are all about. It's about going deep and really developing yourself, and it's one of the things that you and I, when when we first met, Ara, you coached me and I coached you. You were coaching me and learning how to become a radio host, and I worked with you about really focusing on and, and tapping that
6: myself and yeah well exactly. like you were the, one, were the ones who told me that very important lesson and I, and I listened to you and that was because it's funny mm-hmm. a lot of people when you tell that love yourself love yourself but you explained to me I remember you use it like a metaphor with clothing you have to kind of dress yourself you have to right. have your, your your nice clean body that nice solid base and then you got to put on the nice undergarments you're <laughs> sort of like you're supporting yourself mm-hmm. Yeah, from so inside out. Exactly. And then, inside out. and then you cover yourself in the things that you feel comfortable with. I always like that metaphor. And that's I took that to heart. And I thought, yeah, I get I need to I need to build that wardrobe of self and, and wear the accessories. Because you know, sometimes when you fall in love with other people, they say, Here, you wear this or you take on this persona. No, you gotta choose your own lingerie metaphor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <gotta choose> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, by the
1: way, for some people, and, and it can, this can work for men or women, but that's one of the things that I offer somebody to try is because sometimes we're not in touch with our femininity or our masculinity. And for a lot of women, they don't know how to get in touch with that sensual side, especially long-term relationships that are, are ending and you're re-emerging and you're, you're not the mother image anymore. You want to be a woman. I've encouraged a lot of my clients to go home and put on sexy lingerie for themselves and enjoy that moment and feeling the high heels if you like high heels but just getting in touch with that femininity again is so important and for guys it works the same way by the way to get in touch with your masculinity and you suggest-
8: you. I,
6: I'm not
1: suggesting you cut- put on your
8: feminine I
6: you <laughs> No, but it's just like it's actually a really good idea. It's a great way to try out your you, you right. well and like to see because I think sometimes after things don't work out so well, you sort of you look at yourself through like, oh it was you used to that we used to talk about the Cheryls like when you used to get when I used to get rejected, I always used to feel like like, oh, it was something I did or I suck or booze. It's
1: not about you know, no. the rejection towards you,
6: no, no. And well, that lies within the other person. You're not being rejected. And just because someone doesn't look at you like they're in love with you anymore doesn't mean you can't look at yourself and see how great you are and how lovely you are. Right. So there's a technique, um, actually, well, one of the techniques
1: that's very interesting, especially about getting in touch with your femininity is the one I just talked about, about really getting in touch with your feminine side. But there's another thing that I wanted to share with everybody, and that is about, they. The statistically shows that It goes between 21 days and 66 days. There's different elements to it. But you can make new habits which lead to challenging yourself within 21 days. And if you do something every day for 21 days, that's how it becomes your new norm. So if you, for instance, want to meet somebody, let's just say it's the dating world, but you never go out and you're afraid to talk to people and you're not feeling confident, Do something for 21 days and do it consistently and it will happen. So, for instance, making sure that every time you go into a coffee shop for 21 days, you ask somebody a question. This is learning about communication. And the more you do it, the more it will become the norm for you. You can do it for 21 days and see how comfortable you get. Then continue doing it and introduce something else to that and that can be going out by yourself once a week so that you have the confidence to sit in let's say a restaurant and have that conversation just with yourself I want to share more of these techniques and some of the love stories coming up we're also going to do some so we're going to talk about the past lives of well our love lives And possibly share some of the ones that you have, because that's where we talk about you. So stay with us right here. And I'm also going to share my ultimate pillow talk with you coming on Pillow Talk with Cheryl.
2: Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle
9: Network. This November, 4,000 people will be on the sold-out Independence of the Seas Bliss Cruise offered by Lifestyle Cruising and Bliss. Why do these charters sell out so fast? Five separate playrooms... Dozens of meet and greets aimed at various cultural and sexual orientations. Themed dance parties every night. And all upper decks are clothing optional. Find out about the Bliss Experience on the two upcoming Bliss Charters in 2019. This April is the five-night Celebrity Infinity Cruise. And next November 2019 will be seven nights on the beautiful Navigator of the Seas. Couples love the electric atmosphere on our cruises. And we know that sparks will fly in your cabin. Remember, our cruises sell out fast. So be sure to call Wayne at 908-391-1977. That's 908-391-1977. Or visit lifestylecruising.com.
10: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
0: You are listening to Pillow Talk with Cheryl. If you have a question or comment about the show, send an email to info at cherylbesner.com. That's info at cheryl, dot rcom Now, back to Pillow Talk.
1: And we are talking today about risks, the ecstasy of taking risks. And that is such a great word when we talk about risk because the elation you can feel when you take a risk and you accomplish is amazing. And you can't get that feeling unless you take the risk. And I'm sitting here talking with Erin Melinda Booker and Dan Laxler, both of CJD 800 and a whole litany of other things, talking about risk. And era you wanted to add something, I think, about risk-taking, right? Well, I just wanted to say that Taking a risk
6: is more fun than not taking a risk. <laughs> it, it really, really is. Because if you don't try, you'll never know. And that's everything. You know, for me, it was running away with the circus. It was deciding. I remember when I auditioned for the Weather Network, and I'd never done TV before. And I remember walking in front of the camera terrified. And I remember... That I was at a a theater party because I used to do theater. And there was a really cute guy sitting across from me at the time. I know it sounds terrible, but I smoked. I was like, are we getting into your ex-file here? (laughs) Well, no, but I actually, the risk I took was I, I didn't know how to get in touch with him. So he asked for a cigarette. So I wrote my phone number on it. Oh, and he didn't he said it on fire. No, he didn't. He okay. just didn't, put it in his pocket and called me later. <laughs>
1: so when I talk about the X file, that's a little segment that we're going to share every week and you can write into me at sherolbest@.com or you can reach out to me on Facebook and share one of your stories and maybe we'll have an opportunity to read Uh, something about your life on air. And here's the thing, it's not about gossip. I'm not here to gossip about it. It's more that the X-Files is something, when we share our experiences and the things that we do in our lives, we can learn from each other. And it's a community. And if we talk, we learn. And I know that for myself, the one thing that I always notice, and this is when I was writing my blog, that that's the one thing, if you go out in public, that most people are talking about, right, guys? It's about Absolutely. love life. Oh, right? yeah. It's the love life you have, the one you want, the one you want to get out of, the one you want to improve, or somebody else's. So that's what the X Files is all about. And we're going to be hitting the streets also to get you to share your stories with us. And uh, we're going to share some of that on air, too. So if you see me out and about somewhere in the world and I come at you, just share. Talk to the lady. <laughs> talk to the lady. Talk to me. That's what cool. talk is all about. And this week, um, I also put out on Facebook and asked people about risk and what is the biggest risk they ever took. And a couple people wrote in some interesting things. Some of them wrote, I invested into myself some money and with people I didn't know, but the result was worse and I'm about to do it again. And here's the thing about taking risks. You're supposed to learn from them. So, if you invested money in the past with somebody and it didn't work out so well because you didn't know them you might want to reconsider that mm. i mean just saying what do you think guys little, bit, yeah. little thing yeah. little thing and the other um what is about changing careers somebody went from the fashion industry to photography and the best thing they ever did and i know that changing careers was something that i didn't choose to do but it was definitely something that just kept happening especially in the last five years but Ever since I was younger, it was an involvement. You know, I was a professional dancer, and then went into fashion, and then went into uh, event planning, and lo and behold, media and coaching, and I love it. Dan, yeah, I know you've done different risks also as far as your career and yeah, becoming a comedian. Wasn't it empowering for you? Uh, it's
8: a good. You mean you mean uh, becoming a comedian or changing careers? Both. Um,
1: well, you didn't
8: really change. You added on. I, I added on. I've been in radio. I've been at, at CJD for 22 years, um, and years before, and anything that I did involved risk. And it's funny for me to admit that because uh, I'll also admit that I'm, I'm fairly afraid to take risks. Mm. But if, I mean, it, it's, it's empowering because you, you, you do get a jolt from taking a risk that ends up being successful. So getting into radio, for example. Um, it was a dream that I wanted to pursue, but I also wanted to go to school. And at the time, I applied for a job in radio, and I applied to go to school. I wanted to get a master's degree in English.
1: Mm-hmm. And my
8: biggest fear at the time was, what happens if I get hired and get accepted to school? And everybody said the same thing to me. Why don't you just cross that bridge when you come to it? Everybody was pretty much saying, don't worry about it. Just just take the leap. Well, that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent a summer on uh, what's now Virgin Radio, but was uh, Mix ninety six. And then I got accepted to go to Carleton University to get a master's degree. So I spent a summer as a as a radio announcer, which was amazing. And then I went away to get my master's degree, which again was amazing because both of those uh, both of those different roads allowed me to meet and learn about different sides to myself. Uh, and then years later, you bring up I became a stand-up comedian. Again, it was a dream. That was a dream come true. Um, but and let me it's a good expression. You know, you like words. Dreams don't come; you make, you make dreams come true. true. You make dreams come true. Um, I joked around a lot with a colleague at uh, at CJD, Chantal Desjardins, who's also a comedian.
1: That's right.
8: We went into comedy together. Both of us were too scared to do it, but we said, "Okay, you know what? Let's do this together." And um, that again was uh, you know a way of learning so much about myself. I mean. Getting up on stage in front of a crowd to tell jokes, the funny thing is I don't get stage fright until I'm finished. That's weird. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the risk, you know, falling down teaches you, but taking risks teaches you an awful lot as well.
1: Well, I, I, hopefully that stage fright doesn't happen the same way in your love life, that so you don't get afraid after the day.
8: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know.
1: You're not sure? Yeah. Well,
8: I mean, you know, taking that risk and to meet someone and, and uh, opening yourself up to say, you know, instead of closing up because you're afraid and opening, but rather opening yourself up to say, okay, let's push this forward. Let's progress into this relationship. It is it's, it's uh, it is empowering. It is uplifting. But for me personally, I can't believe I'm admitting it, is there's always, I'm always carrying a little bit of fear with me each and every step of the way. But once you get to a point where you sort of do, Completely, over. you give yourself over to whatever that roller coaster ride is. You completely give yourself surrender, over. you it's surrender, surrender absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you realize you're taking the leap. and The old expression is leap, and the net will appear leap of faith, and you land in the net, all good.
1: Yeah, in, in the in the overworld, they have the yamas and the yamas, and one of the niyamas, which is the the prayer or the wish, is surrender. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I was going through the process of becoming a yoga dance instructor, that's the one that I really focused on a lot is surrender. And when you do surrender, which doesn't mean you give up yourself, but you just surrender and put everything in place. Mm-hmm. And once you've done all the work and you get to the place where it's sitting there, then you have to surrender to the universe and let it happen. So normally, at this part of the show, I'm going to go every week into a little inspirational talk and, and give you a little, what I call, my words of wisdom or my inspirational whispers of the pillow talk. But today, I want to just continue with Air Melinda and, uh, and Dan because it's the first one and I really want you to get to know me and to get to know what the show is all about and the show is all about you and before I leave you I just want to say to my guest today that I really appreciate you because you have been part of my journey and my team and helped me take risks and tonight coming on here with this voice because in case you haven't noticed or some of you may not notice but this is not my normal voice uh, because you don't know my normal voice but you were here to support me again tonight in case I can't talk for two and a half minutes by myself. You're like, doing great.
6: Your You're doing good. It's, it actually sounds very husky. It, and also, I was like, I should
1: have done my pillow talk.
6: <laughs> no, no, no. But, you know, it's it's funny what you said, you know, you, you had a cold. A lot of people feel like when they're getting sick or something, they're going to stop. Nothing should ever stop you. Nothing should stop. So keep taking those risks. I want to thank both Erin Melinda and Dan
1: for being on the show with me tonight. And next week, another great topic coming at you. And this is going to be about not being afraid, because it's Halloween, to share your desires about love and romance and sex with your partner. Coming up, stay tuned. There is a promo, a contest for the network that they're going to share with you, so you don't want to miss it. Practice those labors of love that I shared with you. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And this week, as always, remember, keep it simple and stimulating because it's all about the kiss and i'll see you next week here on pillow talk with cheryl good night everybody
11: hey sexy people if you're ready to start your sexual evolution we've got some amazing prizes to give away some of the great prizes include womanizer the most advanced pleasure product for stronger longer and more intense orgasms SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry, no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info@thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing, and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexy lifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like
3: are you ready for your erotic journey Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. Thanks for being here. Pillow Talk with Cheryl Besner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You'll want to make sure you're back for more great pillow talk.
5: Welcome to the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
6: We are Carol and David, and with us today is Jeff
5: Abraham from Promiscent. So Jeff, you know, intimacy is key to every relationship. Can you tell us a bit how Promiscent can help enhance intimacy?
7: Well, I really think that one of the keys to intimacy is obviously both couples having a satisfactory experience. As any therapist or, you know, your will tell you, one of the chief complaints that arises in any intimate relationship is timing, i.e., does the women in the relationship or the woman in the relationship finish? As we've discussed on many occasions during podcasts, other things we've done in the past, there is something called the arousal or orgasm gap, whereas the average man takes about five minutes to achieve climax and the average woman 18. So indeed, I think that is probably one of the reasons why a product like Promescent is very appropriate to satisfactory intimacy.
5: Fantastic, Jeff. Thanks so much. Well, that was a great quickie. Jeff, thanks so much for being here. Why don't you tell everyone how they can find Promescent?
7: The best way to find Promescent in it is is www.Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T, www.Promescent.com. You can buy it directly there. It'll direct you to the retail locations that have it. There's a map you put in your zip code and there's also physicians and other people that carry it as well www.promescent.com.
5: Thanks so much, Jeff. We are Carol and David from the Sexy Lifestyle Quickies.
0: the rose of passion then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm dry sheets the all-new naked fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape while the stay dry barrier protects your bed your couch and even your carpet it's machine washable large enough to cover a king-size bed and light enough to travel discreetly to get your own throes of passion, waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.
10: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.